Hello, hello, and welcome back to Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you from Whistler, British Columbia. And as tends to be the case with me, I am currently in my Airstream. Um, the Airstream, or my silver bullet, as I like to call it, is at the at the at this time in my life my permanent home. <laughs> um, going through a divorce, and so um, my ex and the kids stay most of the time at uh, at what was our place, and uh, the kids come to me when possible and stay with me in the Airstream. But this hundred and twenty square feet of tiny space is now what I call home. And not only home, but bed, shower, um, podcasting station, adventure, bubble, um, and so much more. Because it's this space that over the last five years has given us so much opportunity to go and explore um, basically anywhere that we can travel to by road. And I think that's that's tonight, uh, tonight, tonight, it's actually 11 in the morning, so not sure why I'm saying tonight, but I think that's today's um, topic is really how I've designed an extraordinary life um, using social media, using hacks of life, using discounts, using creative ways to make things happen, and um and that's really what this is all about. And the Airstream is is really a, a case in point um, for all of this because without it, I couldn't go to so many of the places comfortably that we tend to. And one of the things that as a photographer and videographer is most important when it comes to content creation is having a, a bed and a home or a space to stay in when you're traveling. And in this case, um, you know, having... The Airstream allows me to go anywhere on the road, um, go to a destination like Alberta and have my, well, I have my vehicle, so I've got the wheels to move around and I've got my Airstream and that's how I have the best of both, you know, I have both a space to live in and and the Airstream. So, so this makes my life quite, quite uh, interesting and possible because in a lot of places, you know, you're looking at three, four, five hundred dollars a night. And so if you're going to a destination and you want to stay there for three weeks or two weeks or a month even or more, then obviously the viability of this is is very difficult. And for the lodging side of things, there's a few different ways in through which I've accomplished this. And so on the lodging side of things, if I'm going to another destination and uh and in regards to another country that I cannot drive to or that is just far too far away to drive to. Sorry, excuse me. Then then I'm able to do one of my hacks is to get the lodging sponsored. So the hotels, the villas, um, even the camper vans will often get sponsored. And this takes away one of the biggest expenses of traveling and going to any destination. So so that's number one, right? Um that travel and and that sponsorship um, allows us to, and, and me to stay in places that would otherwise be quite unaffordable and unaff not unaffordable if you're staying for a week, but unaffordable if you're staying for a month or two or three. 
And um, and I've worked with hotels and villas and campgrounds and camper van companies and and really the range of destination or the range of lodging I should say that we receive is anything from a, a thirty dollar fifty dollar a night campground to two to four thousand dollars a night uh, lodging and and I think this is one of the hacks to making a life extraordinary and a very big one in 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 the whole scheme of things because. It allows you to be in many places without having to be concerned about the biggest cost of being in that place. So when I'm in Canada or the United States and I'm being I'm able to drive to these destinations, the Airstream is clutch because it gives me free lodging. And in many cases, it's not just about having free lodging because it's one thing to get a hotel sponsored in the downtown Denver. And it's another thing to have your camper van in the Colorado Rockies or on the beach next to Oregon in Oregon or in so many different spots that that really add to the quality of life when it comes to adventure and travel because if you're in one of these spots that uh, that you walk out the door and you've got tree towering or you've got ocean waves crashing in front of you all of these things allow you to live a life extraordinary. And um, and when you're in an international destination, well, obviously, it's looking for hotels and, and lodging that is similar to what the experience of having a camper van or an Airstream gives me. Because with the lodging, then I can go out and shoot for however long I want. And, and this is a lot of value for brands that I create with because, or create for, because in order for me to get the shot on a perfectly sunny day overlooking the ocean at sunset, um, there might have been 10 days before that where the sun was just not right, that it was raining, it was cold, it was miserable. And so you just can't get the shot. But when you're staying there for a longer period of time, then you're able to create content that hits the weather that you're looking to have in in and for that content. And and I think that's been, you know, obviously a big part of everything that uh, that we do, um, because in order for me to have a nice window of, of content generation, it requires being there a long time. And that's why um, getting the lodging sponsored is such a big part of the Expeditioner's concept, because with sponsored lodging, then you don't have to worry about anything else that you have to pay. And, you know, anything from three, like I mentioned earlier, I think 30 to $50 a night to, to $4,000 a night. And it has made me be a little bit less hmm, concerned or awed by, um, by luxury uh, travel destinations. Because at the end of the day, I see a luxury hotel as bad, ah, just another hotel, unless it has something particularly unique about it. And that's when I get wowed. But otherwise, I see much lodging around the world in a utility sort of way, which is, hey, I got my lodging sponsored for a month, it would have cost me an average of 300 US a night. Um, so that would have cost me $9,000 US to stay in that lodging. And instead, um, the hotel sponsored it or um, the brand that I'm shooting for, it's part of the cost of what I'm I'm getting a destination. But as a business, you know, obviously, if you're getting the lodging sponsored, then you're able to have um, a much bigger margin on the money that you're making to go to your bottom line. So 
Lodging is a key thing to living a life extraordinary when you travel. And there's two ways for that. One is the Airstream, which allows me to go anywhere in Canada and the U.S. Um, and if I was to put it on a boat to go elsewhere. But also, of course, um, getting sponsored lodging abroad. Um, what's one of the coolest places that I've ever gotten lodging sponsored? Well, there's a villa in Turks and Caicos, that uh, Villa del Sol. And it's got a pool and you're a foot from the beach, from the pool to the beach. And it is sublime. And most definitely one of the coolest places that I've ever stayed in. There's another hotel called the Blue Lagoon Hotel in uh, in Iceland, which is quite unique because you've got this emerald hues, I mean, blue hues of, of, uh, of lagoon outside your window and off of your patio. And it gives for an experience that you see in few places or... There are a few places in the world where you could have such an experience. And that's the type of lodging that really impresses me. Um, because otherwise, then I'd prefer truly to be in the Airstream parked next to whatever magnificent uh, and beautiful body of water, mountain, lake, river, forest, desert that I may find. And uh, so there you go. Lodging's a key one. Now, I think the vision of what you want to do with your life is really important to live a life extraordinary because we all have a different definition of what is a life extraordinary other often people would say to us you know wow i wish i could live your life and and but in many ways they didn't go through the difficulties of of getting sponsors of going to the destinations of carrying 10 bags of of carrying taking two strollers a car seat etc etc they just went directly to um to to seeing the the rosy or or the nice and beautiful side of things in our travels. And, and it is a lot harder than people imagine it to be because there is a lot of movement. There is a lot of carrying bags. There's a lot of shooting. There's, there's, you know, it is a job, but it just so happens to be a very enjoyable one. So the vision is a big one there, right? So what do you want to be, um, in your life? And in my case, it became like, I really want to be a traveling photographer, videographer that's constantly exploring the world and happens to have as his job. You know, visualizing what you want to be with your life, I find, is a really key aspect to getting that. So many times, I, as a, I would draw... Uh, I would draw an SUV rack on it that could carry kayaks, and I'd literally actually send all of that. And it's so funny that at the end of, uh, well, at the end of the day, at the end of, uh, in reality, I ended up having exactly that vehicle or vehicles um, because I had envisioned what I wanted uh, out of that. Um, perhaps we can envision also what we want in a partner, and um, whether it's uh, gregarious or or adventurous, or smiling, or caring, um, but I think that also manifests itself um, when you when you visualize it. So in my case, living a life extraordinary really manifested itself by envisioning it and finding ways to create this lifestyle. Now, for a lot of people, they say, "Well, I want to know that A to Z. How did you? How do you make it that you make a, a viable li living out of it?" And we've got. I've, I've had influencers and photographers from for years and since I was started all of this writing to me asking how I make money at this. And, and I think the key into 
our life and living an extraordinary life has been in finding the hacks that get you to it. So I chatted to you a little bit already about getting stuff, lodging sponsored and getting uh, or using the Airstream and the camper van as a uh, lodging tool when doing road trips related to, to my work and travel. Um, and those are different ways to hack into it because perhaps by having the camper, I don't have to pay for lodging. And so that's a hack in itself because I'm not out putting out any more money. And so when I'm going to a destination, there's no cost related to the lodging there. Same thing for if I'm doing a hotels. And most hotels and villas will do it as an exchange. Like they, they, they very rarely will pay for the service that you're giving, um, but they will give you lots of lodging. Hey, hey, hey. Need some more coffee, excuse me. Just let me grab over here a little bit of more java. Mm. <sighs> Very good. Um, and so, so lodging is a key one, but hacking your way into this lifestyle is, and I, and I guess hack's a bit of a strong word, but, but finding solutions to make the things you want happen, happen. And, and that's how, how I've been going around most of things. So in the early days, I'd request a backpack or tent or sleeping bag or gear that I I knew I required in order to have uh, to do the adventures that I wanted to do, and and that was pretty key in in getting us started because in a lot of the sports that were quite costly and a lot of the sports I enjoy are quite costly, I would simply do an exchange with the companies that sell that gear in order to get to that point. Um, and then I needed a particular tent for mountaineering and I would get that tent and, and things like that. So these are the things and the tools that I've used um, to do that is by getting gear sponsored at the beginning. And anything from jackets and sleeping bags to tents and mattresses and uh, truck tires and rooftop tents and and uh, truck caps and all of these different myriad of things that you wouldn't expect to get sponsored, I do. And this is how... I've managed to break into so many sports that would otherwise be very, very costly sports, right? So, so there you go with that. Um, that was definitely one of the ways in which I've gotten uh, ahead in living an extraordinary life because people say, oh yeah, well, you didn't make money on that product in the early days in particular. Um, you didn't make money on those backpacks and those tents and those sleeping bags. And I said, no, I did not. But it gave me the lifestyle and I got the things that I wanted to live in the way that I wanted to live by finding a barter system that would allow me to do so. And by bartering with these companies at the very early stages, I was able to have a thousand dollar tent and a thousand dollar sleeping bag and a $300 mattress and, a, and on and on and on without actually having to put out the money for it. And in Canada, you would have to make double the money basically in order to to afford that item because of the way we get taxed here. And at the end of the day, in my case, these are just tools of the business that are not um, part of uh, taxable benefit because it's just tools of, of a business that, that I'm doing. So there's no, without that, I can't do my job, and therefore it's not a taxable benefit, which is really cool. Um, and so that's one of the ways when I, where I also was able to break into the market of living an extraordinary life. And then by building the relationship with those brands, it became, oh, wow, hey, what Roberto creates is really cool. You know, that those photos and videos are spot on. And, um, 
and and maybe we should hire him. And mm, yeah, we're asking a bit more from him now. And he doesn't need seven sleeping bags. So so let's see what we can do. And it began with, okay, well, we'll give you $1,000 for a trip that you're going to Timbuktu. And then after that became five and 10 and 15 and 20. And as the relationship grows, then you make a bigger income with those brands as you grow, right? And obviously that has been one of the best ways to to move forward in living uh, a life extraordinary. Um, so that's that's on that side of things. But you know, I'd like to this time not only focus on the photography videography business because in order to live, I think, a pretty cool life and a lifestyle, you've got to figure out what other ways you can add to that life. So I've got my Airbnb and I rent out. Uh, on Airbnb when I travel, and that creates an income. I've got uh, a property management business with a, with a partner, and that creates an income. I now have a guiding company that obviously creates an income when I'm guiding people around the world. And so all of these things combined have helped me get to the goal of what I want and living an extraordinary life. You know, I've had a few people tell me like, wow, I wish I could have a guiding company because at the end of the day, what the guiding company is, is taking people around the world to experience magnificent things and magnificent experiences. And by doing so, you're also experiencing those places and destinations and activities and views and, and, uh, and amazing experiences. And, and I think basically, you know, it comes down to, for many people, finding a job that they really love. Because as the expression goes, find a job that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And and I think that's, you know, obviously you are working, but I think the point of that is to emphasize that you won't, that you'll be enjoying your life and you'll be working towards something that, that adds so much to your experiences in life. Um, and so that business in itself, when, when I was approached to, to start it, I was like, wow, you know, that could be really cool in order to live, I continue living a life extraordinary that it's outside of the box of what I would normally be doing, why don't I start taking people around the world and showing them how much I love to do these things and demonstrating to them that, that it's absolutely possible. And a lot of these people at the end of the day are really paying to be guided to places where they don't have to think about anything because for them to live a life extraordinary, it means that those two weeks or 10 days that they're on that trip, they don't have to think about anything that they would have to do or get or or find. Um, and that's definitely one of the fantastic ways um, to do this. Um, what else can I share with you about living a life? Oh, yeah. And on that guiding business, obviously, even for destinations that I wouldn't normally be going to, you end up getting to travel to. So if you got a moment, head over to Adventures Done Right on Instagram, and you'll see the type of places and destinations that we go on. Um, and, and it'll give you a glimpse into understanding how living that lifestyle really adds so, so very much to, to living a life extraordinary. Um, and then there's the traditional business. And people don't look at this and, you know, they, they assume that uh, in many ways what we create just falls from the sky or what we, the lifestyle we live just falls from the sky. But there's where lots of work involved. And, and that work just happens to be fun. And sometimes it's not so fun as well. Um, but uh, it does have a tendency to be much more enjoyable than sitting in a cubicle um, looking at a computer screen. Oh, podcasting, you know, that's another 
random thing that came up on upon my plate um, some months ago, about six months ago, that I never expected to be doing because I never was in the podcast world and I was never creating content for podcasting. I was just, uh, you know, I was just doing my traditional photos and videos and whatnot. And, um, and then Colin reached out to me to be a creator for them. And I thought that's super cool. Um, and then that became yet another income that is related to my life experiences, but yet at the same time came from a different, uh, domain per se. And so podcasting becomes uh, a really enjoyable job to live my life extraordinarily because I'm sharing with you the things that I love to do and how I did them. And really, at the end of the day, you're having a conversation, although in this case, it's a bit more of a monologue than a dialogue, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> um, so there you go. Um, looking forward to the next um, few years of a dream life, you know, um, it is a difficult time going through this divorce and it, the thing that's trickiest is obviously the kids, but, but we're going to do our best so that we can balance having them between us and all that. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. I, I think I've said this before, but podcasting and getting a haircut both make me yawn <laughs> immensely, <laughs> even though I'm thoroughly enjoying both. Um, but I think it's really important to focus on what you're looking to get to more on a macros perspective than to focus on a micro perspective. Because if you're only focused on like, I want to have that car and I want to drive that car one day, then, then really perhaps your brand or your image or your concept, um, decides to take a different turn that wouldn't necessarily lead you to that car. But if you're only focused on that car, then you're blinded to seeing that that turn could have taken you to your dream truck or cyber truck or whatever it may be. And so that's another thing that's important to focus on is that to understand that when you're looking to live an extraordinary life, not to narrow it down too much to small things, meaning, or too much to a focused, I want that car, I want that house, because businesses and concepts do tend to change over time. And, and while you may not know where your business will end up, um, it's good to have the possibility of letting it expand in ways that you didn't imagine. Um, case in point being, for example, I want to be a photographer and a videographer, and you assume that that is nature-related, and I'm just going to shoot nature shots and, and wildlife. But then suddenly it becomes more about shooting content uh, for, for brands and gear and uh, the kids' clothes and things like that. And you're like, oh, hey, this is not... This was not what I had in mind, but it's lucrative, it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's artistic in its own sense, and it's leading me in a direction that I want to go because it's leading me towards that goal of having an extraordinary life. And I, I think a big part of living this lifestyle and getting to this point of this lifestyle is understanding that it's really not just about the end goal. It's really not about the end goal at all, in a way. It's about the journey to get to that end goal, you know, and perhaps even having the tools of what you wished was going to be your end goal throughout the journey. So, so don't forget that because I think people sometimes get to the end of the road and if they were just focused on the end of the road, they finally get there and they're like, okay, I got there. Now what? And uh, and I think that's the key 
to living a pretty spectacular life is is make sure to understand that the journey getting there is the longest period of time, but also the most enjoyable period of time. Um, I guess the analogy would be like all these people that are looking to retire forward to retirement and many of them finally retire, they get sick and then they're like, okay, I waited 50, 60 years to get to this point of retirement and now I'm not so stoked because, oh, I'm sick and I'm dying. So, so then it was like the whole journey was really what would have been an extraordinary life, not having a big house at the end of the road, right? So keep that in mind when you're thinking about living a life extraordinary. What else would I love to chat to you about regarding that is don't look at what other people are doing unless it's to get inspiration on ways to get to your goals. You know, I used, I used to do that a lot. And I'd look at people and be like, well, that guy's going to Timbuktu and I wish I was going to Timbuktu. But at that very moment, I'm in Iceland. And and I'm not being present in that moment because, because I'm focused on wanting to be somewhere else. And that guy, the irony of it all is that that guy, too, is probably looking at my pictures of Iceland and thinking to himself, why aren't I in Iceland right now? And that's the funny thing about this thing called life is that we are, we tend to say the grass greener on the other side. And it really is not. It's really not. <laughs> don't, don't think it's greener. It's your perspective that it looks greener. But in truth, it's probably nicer where you are. And actually, it is nicer where you are. And you know why? Because that's where you are. So so be present. Be mindful that, that when you're doing things, and even the minute things, they are extraordinary. And one of the things I like to share on my Instagram stories is me picking up the kids and taking them to school and Katharina riding her bike and Ariella giggling because when you realize those small things in life that make it extraordinary, it's when you stop focusing on the massive things that you think will make You're, you're relishing the moment and and you're making your life more amazing because instead of holding your kid and just chucking them at the daycare and running off but giving taking those moments to say goodbye and make them feel good that's when you really are understanding that it's about the journey because I've seen so many you know I guess parents over time that say to themselves, well, I wish I would have spent more time taking my kid to school. Well, I wish I would have spent more time with my kid, period. And what they didn't realize is that while they were trying to crunch and work and, and make lots of money, 
to get to an end goal, which at the end of the day was to have a bigger house that their kids could be happier. What their kids really needed was just for their parents to be focused on them every day. And, and to them, they don't care if your house is a 10 bedroom or a one bedroom, you know, mine is a one bedroom where it was. <laughs> and, and, and it's not anymore. So, um, but even as it is, even now it's a 100 square foot space, but even as a one bedroom, I re realize that my kids know they don't care. Sure, when they go to a big house, they say, oh, hey, mommy, daddy, look, it's so nice. It would, hey, this is kind of cozy, and this is really comfortable, and this is the present, and this is the moment, and I'm with daddy, and I'm with mommy. That is really understanding that, that you are living a life extraordinary and the uh, I guess the irony of it is that that gives you the boost to take it to the next level meaning your a projects because you're inspired you feel wow and because you are more present with them during those moments um, make yeah I'm at uh, sitting here in the airstream, I'm looking at the mess inside because it is only 100 square feet. But then I look outside and I see the towering trees that I wake up to every morning and the sounds of the birds that I listen to all day. And and you've got to be grateful for where you are and what you have because so many people have so much less and their experiences or their difficulties are so much less. Time is the greatest asset we all have. Um, my nephew passed away and um, he had four years of battling cancer. And every time I think to myself, life is my ultimate goal right away in this life extraordinary, I pause and I think about him. And I tell myself, you know what? Like, what, what's the biggest lesson in life that I have from having experienced him going through his illness and having lost him in the end? And that lesson is that unless you're dead or dying, there's so much you can do and there's so many moments that you should relish to be present because living a life extraordinary doesn't necessarily always mean paddling around big high big lakes or staking in the luxury resort. It's in the little things. And and if you focus on the 